0: our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.
1: And I think, you know, the reason why social media is so great, especially Instagram now, is because people can convey they they can um, uh, what's the word um um evoke infuse exude
2: okay, exude
1: that type of energy through their pictures how they're curating it how they they're presenting their lives it it makes people want to follow and like right so that's that's my to me that's magneticism okay. All right, welcome to episode two of
2: 2020.
1: One. <laughs> no, no, we did one last week.
2: This is episode two of
1: 2020. Of 2021,
2: my oh, bad. Oh, okay. My bad, I thought, my bad. I thought we were, <laughs> when you said we did one last week, I was like, what, this is part two? What? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> my bad. Welcome to okay. Some Days Today, where we encourage you to live your best life. My name is Bola Odina, and here is my co-host, Mac Audina. Woohoo! Alright, welcome yes. everyone. So, cheers. Cheers. What are you drinking? Water. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking water because I need to cleanse more. I feel like I need to go through a detox of some sort. Um, but yeah, water. So, alright. So, today, we're at the start of the year. And the topic that I want us to sort of explore is the topic of attraction and magneticism. is that the, is that how you say mag, mag mag the law of um being magnetic, mm. so being magnetic
2: magnetism, um, yeah,
1: magnetism. Like um, so I'm going to set the stage. The reason I want to talk about the law, or the psychology, or the process of attraction, um, as well as magne- with a focus on magnetism, um, is because I think. You know, when we think about living your best life, um, you can't go alone. So um, that's a proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with others. So ultimately, even when we think about organizations for those who are trying to build businesses, um, just the very term of organization involves people. It means a network, a tight network of people. People, processes, you know, etc. So there's a people at the there's the concept of people at the heart of it. Um, and then of course, when you're trying to build your family, there's a people, um, you know, people is at the heart of it. Um, you know, when you're looking to get married, when you're looking to date, um, your children, friendships. Um, you know, you have to attract a certain type of people into your life for them to want to stick around to be friends with you. Um, So it just goes on and on. Um, So the concept of attraction, to me, um, and I know a lot of times it's used towards uh, manifestation, so manifesting the vision that you want. Um, So attracting people of similar energies, similar frequencies, or even similar um, thoughts so that the things that you want attracted to you. Um, but I really want to center this conversation around just people in general and how you show up in the world and how people perceive you and um, if you are deliberate about that.
2: You want to focus it on whether I'm deliberate about no, it. No, no, no. P- us
1: people. in general. People in general, not um, you.
2: Um,
1: people. Yeah. So when I say you, I'm using the global you, the global right. us, the global community.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, right, and... Um, unfortunately we can't have this is part of the reason why i guess um the attraction to the show that's the app that you're so fond of lately what app? is great um oh um clubhouse. clubhouse yeah yeah because when we're talking about the global people we can actually invite them to join and, and yeah provide their input on the questions that we have and supposed to you know just or that right now you'll just have to talk to yourselves about the no, things we we're, we're talking
1: to each other. Yeah. I'm saying, like,
2: the, those who are watching, part okay, the gotcha. audience, you have to agree and have your own... So I, th- I feel like this is what you do when you listen to podcasts, is, like, you either agree, disagree, and then you're pre- pretty much joining the conversations, just that we can't necessarily hear you until maybe yeah. you leave a comment.
1: So, what I will say, that's a great point. Uh, before you guys do anything, please go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe, like, share, comment, Um, mostly because, um, you know, we've been doing this for like a year now, and I don't know that, number one, we need to do a better job of plugging into the community to get a better sense of what people want to hear from us. For the most part, we just talk about topics that are of interest to us, Um, and I think it's, you know, it's it's good. We get good feedback, but I also want to make sure that we speak more to the topics that are more useful to people and um as opposed to whatever is top of mind for us um but what i will say though with regards to people chiming in is every thursday we go live on instagram Facebook as well. So plan on joining us. Um, We do um, Mindset Reset on Thursdays because we can continue the discussions here. We also have a blog, and I'll be more deliberate about sharing the links to the blog as well, where we also continue the conversation. So anyways, um, this week... I want to talk about attraction, and I want to talk about magneticism. And the reason why I think it's an important topic to explore at the top of the year is because a lot of us are, um, you know, we have New Year resolutions. A lot of us, I don't do um, a big list of resolutions as much anymore. I have a word, an anchor word, that I pick for the year that I use to sort of guide me through the year. My word this year is discipline. Um, So my goal is to be more disciplined around my business, my physical self, what I'm eating, being more physical active, my relationships, and really just um, overall um, inserting rigor into my life. Um, Because I think what I know for a fact is I'm a hippie at heart. So I, you know, if I could get away with not having any discipline or rigor and most people who know me know this, I'm just laid back. I'm trying to chill. So that's not going to work well when you are trying to build an organization. So once again, when you think about manifesting what you want, you know, being more intentional with how you show up so that you can attract the right type of people into your organization, into your life, your, your friendships. Etc. So that you can um, go down the path that you want to go down. So that's my word for the year. And I, you know, once again, at the start of the year, most of us have New Year resolutions, and um, you know, we're looking to accomplish some big things. Um, And it's one thing to have a plan in place for how we want to get those things accomplished, Um, but I think there's a there's a there's an energetic spiritual aspect to it, meaning. How are you sort of presenting yourself to the world so that you are drawing in the energy, the people, um, the relationships that you want to help move you forward? So I printed out... So have you read the book, The Seven Laws of Attraction? No. Okay. So I believe I have, and I'm saying this because I actually don't remember, but... I believe I have, and I have to go back to um, pull up the book. But I've sort of, um, asked, you know, I've um, explored these concepts, you know, at various times mm-hmm. the past few years, so they're not necessarily new to me. But the seven laws of attraction are the law of manifestation. What
2: is, what is the law of attraction to begin with?
1: The law of attraction is a book.
2: Yeah, I mean, what does it mean? What's the, You said the seven laws of attra- attraction of what?
1: Okay, gotcha. So the it's it's attracting that which you want into your life. So you know, a lot of times they speak about it more from a from an energetic space. So vibrating. So when people say "vibrate higher," it's essentially saying like attracts like. Um, and a good example is if you're talking to someone and someone has a very low energy, right? So. You know they start out, and you know they're 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 very controlled in their speaking, and they, they choose the words that they want to say deliberately, and maybe they're touching you. Um, that and if, if I and I'm necessarily I'm uh what, what, I'm I'm very energetic, mm-hmm. so when I come into a situation and I'm going a hundred mile a minute. If someone's energy is such that is a lot more deliberate and slows down, it's going to slow me down. So
2: it forces... Kind of like Am I not low, lower energy? I'm definitely much lower than you. You're
1: definitely lower energy than me, but I don't know that it's that different. Or maybe I'm just used to it, and I, I think i probably also pull you more towards my direction. Um, and, but we probably balance each other out. The point is... When you're looking to vibrate um, at a higher frequency, it's important to be surrounded by other people who are vibrating at similar frequencies. So it's the reason why you will see um, rich people have other rich people friends, you know, or entrepreneurs have other entrepreneur friends. You know, you tend to attract people who are vibrating or walking in similar spaces as you. So essentially, the law of attraction on an energetic level is, um, you know, just putting out the right, the, the, not the right, I don't know if that is a right, putting out the energy you want to receive back. Does that make sense? On all levels. So if it's relationships and, you know, I have this book, um, it's called, the Game of Desire by Shane Boudrim. And she talks once again, you know, it's centered much more around relationships or really primarily around relationships, how to attract um, the mate that you want no matter what type of mate it is. It could be, you know, like a a, a long-term relationship, a husband, a wife, it could be a casual dating relationship, whatever it is. I haven't um, read
2: the book but, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about um, attracting women, uh, attracting others, yes. um, specifically with the Kevin Samuels topic that has been big. And I think perhaps, if it is good, I think definitely, um you know, the, the idea, yeah, I mean, the idea that it's it's uh, completely on looks and age and all that stuff is not true, like, personally where human beings are more complex personality and the ability to have some skills in attracting people is important. I just wanted to throw that in there. Sorry, I yeah, was off topic. No,
1: it's fine. I actually think it's a really um, good book. I picked it up not because I'm trying to attract, you know, another mate in general, well, um, per se, but... Per se?
2: What does that mean?
1: No, I'm just saying nice. <laughs> per se. Well, I don't know what other word to use, but uh-huh. I picked it up because I think it's important for us to study... I don't, I, what I realize is I'm not very adept at other people, at understanding other people or even how to attract people into your life. But it's such a huge element for success. The people that you surround yourself with, the people, either your mate, you know, they say one of the greatest or the biggest decisions you can make is um, marrying, who choosing who your partner is. Because that then helps to contribute greatly to your Future, You know, where you go. It could either propel you or pull you back. So really understanding how to attract the types of people or the types of energy that we want into our lives, I think is a very important skill set. And for the most part, we don't study it. So I picked up the book because I wanted to get a better understanding for how to be more attractive. Um, both physically as well as um energetically, but really, you know I say that um jokingly, but really more energetically, so that I can um, attract the right types of people into my life, so part of networking is being able to come off as attractive because you're meeting people um you know very briefly, and you've got to leave some sort of impression so that they want to get to know you better so that they can trust you and um, refer you to the people within their network. So the attraction, you know, for the most part is a very important thing. If you're going on a job interview, you know, people are making um, decisions based on first impressions of you. So it's very, very important. Um, So the law of attraction is essentially that, you know, really presenting yourself in a way that you're attracting the right people, energy, elements into your life to really take you towards the direction that you want to go to. Okay. All right, so I'm just going to quickly read The Seven Laws of Attraction, but I want to talk more about how you approach the concept of attraction and magnetism in general. And not you, I mean us (laughs) as a people, but I'm curious to get your take on it. So The Seven Laws of Attraction, for those who don't know it, and there is a book, um, The Seven Laws of Attraction, we can um, post the link, Um, but here's a high level of it. So it's The Law of Manifestation. The law of magnetism, you know, we only attract the kind of energy and frequency that we put out ourselves. So that's really where I want us to spend the bulk of our time. The law of pure desire or unwavering desire. So um, when you, so what this means is oftentimes we get confused about how our manifesting powers work.
0: Mm-hmm. Essentially
1: what it means is, you know, knowing exactly what your desire is and sticking to it. Um, We can explore that later if we want to. The law of paradoxical intent. So basically balance. Balance happens to be one of the key themes of the law of attraction. When we find balance in ourselves, we're essentially releasing high-frequency vibrational energy needed for the law of attraction to work. What that means is you can't be confused internally about who you are because, and and that's also, you know, I'm going to take it back to business because I walk, I'm in that space quite a bit. You know, when they say, get clear about what your product is, what your services are, who your audience is, what are you trying, what your message is, what are you trying to go after? It's the same thing about yourself personally. You know, um, we talk quite a bit about personas and I use this with my children. Who do you want to be? Who do you see yourself being? And is that so concrete within you that it's easy for you to manifest it and for others also to reflect that back to you. So it's really clarity around, um, you know, what your intent is. The law of harmony, um, everything in the universe is connected. That means you two are connected to the universe via many different energy sources. So The law of harmony was put in place to allow us to reveal and use the deep-rooted power we have to align ourselves to energy flowing through the universe. Mm -hmm. That's actually a very interesting concept. Um, I would love to get your thoughts on that maybe some other time. The law of right action, so conscientious action, do you know that how you treat others has the power to either attract or reject the prosperous life you are seeking? So, um, you know, basically do unto others as you would have do unto you, which makes sense because, once again, if um, if you are nice to people, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, that's a nice guy. I want to hang around with him more. If you're not, no one wants to be around an asshole, you know, for the most part. Um, you know, people will recommend you to other people just because, you know, your, what do they say, your reputation precedes you, right? So, um, or... You know, if if you go on a date with someone and you're just a jerk, you know, it, it may not go well. Yeah, there may be a handful of people who are interested in that. It may be they're interested in it for a certain reason, but for the most part, treat people as you would want to be treated, so that you can attract the type of energy that you want onto your life. And then the law of expanding influence, universal influence. So, energy expands in the world and has influence in our personal arena and in the world at large you can and do have an impact on everything from the productivity of your company and the harmony of your family all the way to the peace of the world so it's essentially you know how are you showing up in the world to make it a better place and how i sort of picture that is when you when there's still water and you step into water you're going to have some sort of it's going to cause ripples you know, so that's how I see it. When you are showing up, you are causing a rippling effect in the universe. Is it a good one or is it a bad one? And ultimately, um, how does that propel you forward? So those are the seven laws of attraction. However, first of all, what do you think about those laws? Do you have any thoughts on them?
2: I have, well, this has been a lot. Um, it's a lot said, yes. Said. <laughs> so let me just say that. I mean, I've, throughout all the things that were said, I've had many thoughts. Um, uh-huh. And some, you know, fleed. Uh, f- flew. Flood. Fled. Oh my goodness. Yes, I was thinking fleeting. They were fleeting thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, but, anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, different things. Uh, but let me see what I'm thinking currently. Like I said, there was many, many thoughts, and it depended on the topic and different things that were said. Um, I think, with respect to the laws of attraction and and things of that nature, I tend to think of them. I say as uh, more metaphysical, which is not necessarily, um, you know, not true about the world. I say metaphysical, but more, more so. um, I think. Um, not concrete, something that you can't necessarily, like you can't necessarily put, um, you know, a formula around or you can't really explain it in a way that, you know, I can now take action on it. It's more like something that gets revealed to you. And so I I tend to try to think about these things in a way that is, what I would say, more um, practical, Um, and try to see how I can explain in a way um, that's more practical to me and something that makes more sense to me. Um, And so that's all. I I mean, I'd have to know a specific um, question to ask or I'd have to go on a specific direction and start talking about that. And I'm not quite sure exactly where you want to go and I don't want to thwart our direction, but I can answer questions that are specifically asked to me.
1: So, generally, what you're saying is the concept as a whole resides um, more in the spiritual, energetic realm and seems out of reach and maybe not as practical. That's, yeah, as not
2: accessible. Not as accessible. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I actually, I don't know that that's the case, but maybe what? that's how it's been presented here. Um, yeah, like I said,
2: I don't think it's necessarily not true. I just think, like you said, n- not just here, in most places I think it's presented when it, when we talk about that whether it's like the secret or whatever it is that we're talking about it tends to be presented in a way that I feel like a lot of people could find that accessible like you mm-hmm. I think you have to be the pers- the kind of person who already thinks this way for it to just for whatever reason make sense you know what I mean so that's how I feel about that okay yeah
1: do, do you know anyone who is magnetic or would you put yourself in that realm of um, being magnetic? And do you know what that word? What does that word mean to
2: you? Oh yeah, that's. I think that's. We um, have. Anyways, I, I think that's a key thing. I mean, magnetic. Um, you know, because there are multi, There are different versions of magnetic. I would say. Um, and it depends on which one we're referring to. And I think in some ways, indefinitely. On some topics, and definitely when I feel very comfortable, I can be magnetic. Um, do I know people who are magnetic? I would say definitely. I mean, I think you're magnetic. I think to a certain extent, you know, most people are magnetic. Like I said, I, I think it's about when you feel at home with a particular topic, when you feel at home with a particular group of people. uh uh-huh. Um, I think magneticism often comes from having a particular expertise or a skill in something, but I also think it, it, it has to do with confidence. Um, anyway, there's, there's, there's so much around it, but, um, I would say that, uh, with respect to person, like personally, yeah, I mean, I I would say you... Um, I mean, there are plenty of people in the world, I guess, that are magnetic, magnetic. um, in one way or another. I, yeah, I can't, there isn't someone that's just coming to my mind right now. that's like, it's definitely it. I mean, I think it also corresponds to the idea of charisma. Like Mm -hmm. I've looked up different people who are charismatic. Like there's, um, YouTube videos on people who, um, have charisma and that I've looked at. Clooney, I think is one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah.
1: All right. So uh, yeah. <laughs> for me, um the concept of magnetism is, you know, you talk about expertise. Um and I think maybe that plays a role in it, but to the extent of making one feel comfortable to relax and really allow their aura to show through is where I think um expertise come in. But outside of that I don't think it plays much of a role. Um, and I say that because there are plenty of scientists that you'll see who come on and present, you know, um, their ideas on any given topic. Not even their ideas, just really what they know. And they are experts and they can control it. But they don't necessarily come off as a magnetic. So for me, I'm just going to give my definition of magnetic. Magnetic is when you, how someone presents, when someone is just intriguing to you to a point where. You can't help but to stay tuned in, Mm -hmm. you know. To to, you just want to you want to either be a part of it, or you want to keep watching it. You want to be their friends. I mean, there have been times when I'll see people on TV and I'll think, God, I would love to be that person's friend. Like I just want to be in their space. So that's them drawing me into their space. Or you, um, and it's the same for you know shows, whatever it is, right? Like there's certain people that you are that you just find yourself drawn to um and I think it's the same as organizations families you know you could see pictures of some families sometimes and you're like well goddamn y'all are some beautiful people you know and it's not even so much just the physical part like I've seen some families that are so dynamic like every member of that family is so dynamic so interesting of course there's a physical um there's a beauty aspect to it but I think it's beyond that, and it's not even a lot of times what you know. It's just how they move, how they present themselves, it's the aura, right? And based on that, you want to be a part of that. So for me, the concept of magneticism, and I keep struggling with this word, um, is you know, being able to um, generate that type of energy that keeps people tuned in. And I think, you know, the reason why social media is so great, especially Instagram now, is because people can convey they, they can um um uh, what's the word? Um um what evoke, infuse exude.
2: Okay, thanks.
1: Exude that type of energy through their pictures, how they're curating it, how they they're presenting their lives. It it makes people want to follow and like. Right? So that's that's my to me that's magneticism.
2: Okay. So I, I kind of um i I needed to be pointed in a particular direction because um you know for one (laughs) you know and, and perhaps i i wasn't quite sure exactly um how to address this topic you know when you're born there are multiple things that are shaping you to become um you know somebody who seems to be more magnetic or if not magnetic then um Charismatic, or whatever. We can use those two
1: interchangeably, I think. I think you could use charisma, magnetic, interchangeably. Sure.
2: Yeah. So, um, I I think I'm a big believer in birth order Mm -hmm. and and, and how it impacts um, personalities. And so, I think part of what happens too is if, you know, your parents are treating you in a certain way, they think of you as a little cute little kid, or whatever the case may be, and they're saying some things, and you're watching how your parents behave and you're mimicking the things that they're they're doing and when you do that you get a reaction you start to behave in a certain way too i think magneticism from my um, perspective when you were also speaking about and it's so interesting when you said you know sometimes you see some people that you a person on tv and you're like i want to be part of that i remember feeling that same type of feeling i had to think about that but i remember feeling that same type of feeling watching the gentleman whose name i have to actually get but the gentleman who was sitting across from um, Zendaya mm. in the... um In the Euphoria, in, in the, Euphoria uh-huh. of the special episode part one. And I was like, wow, the guy just he sounds the part. Like, this is how I want to look. Mm-hmm. This this is how I want to project myself. Wait, well, I think you there's know? a
1: difference between well, how well, you want to did you want to be his friend. Those, I'm just trying to make it... Because there's some people that I want to be a part of their uh, lives. I don't want to be them. And I'm, I'm want like
2: to be his friend. I don't know. I, okay. I don't. I don't know because that's a different mm-hmm. thought that I'd have to now start to think about. Because I wasn't necessarily. I, I don't know that I would not want to be his friend, but I think it's just so much more to wanting to be his friend that I, I don't know. Anyways, b- before I start to try to go down that path, just so I can complete the the thought mm-hmm. is um, is that. Um, you know, I found him to be magnetic, mm-hmm. whether or not I wanted to be his friend.
1: Gotcha. So, or I think when I see those three women who sit at the table, um, Jada, her mom, and her daughter, you know, the three of them to me come off as magnetic. You know, I want to tune in more. Yes, they, there's a physical aspect to it because I think they are beautiful women, but maybe it's because that it's because they're beautiful black women. There's a generational aspect to it. They're intelligent and they're talking about topics that I can relate to. So the presentation matches the level of conversation. So on a whole, you know, it's hitting me at a higher frequency. So I can connect with that. Um, but yeah, that's um. That I'm looking for practical, real world um, examples so that it can be more relatable. But yeah, I, I think, I think so. So my question, my next question then is. Do you forget how we've been um, acculturated or nurtured? Do you see the concept of charisma, magneticism as having an impact on your outcomes?
2: Uh, without question.
1: Um... And when I mean outcomes, meaning the spaces you're allowed to walk in, the the offers you get, the the relationships you can tap into. You know, we talked um, on live last time about how, you know, some women, um, because of their beauty, can have access to rich, powerful men, right? Because there's something about them that, um, you know, those men want to be a part of. You know, that's part of their magnetism. So the concept of just being um, magnetic, is that something that, is an asset, for one, um, from your experience, um, in, as far as how it relates to outcomes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I think... Um, I mean, you said it yourself, like, we live in a social world. It's, you know, we have to... We have to gain the support, or we have to persuade enough people. In order to accomplish big things, we have to persuade, or, like you said, to go far. We have to persuade enough people to towards our cause, that's that's why, you know, words are so much more, the pen is so much more mightier than the sword, in, in essence, because you can get a society as opposed to one person with a sword. And so, you know, the ability to attract people is uh, very important. I also can talk about how I wish I could be a con artist, not to be, to actually be a con artist, but to have the skills that con artists have the con kind of artists are attracted you know they're they're magnetic they're able to get you to do certain things they're able to make you believe they're able to basically um uh what is it called what vampires are there? you know they i forget exactly Mind what it's fuck. called it, it, I, there's an actual term <laughs> but yeah like uh they they basically like they have you hypnotized in the mm. way um, and that's a skill that will take you very far. So there's no question about it. The ability to get somebody to, you know, um, follow you, that, that works. I would say if we, you know, whether it's a woman doing it, because that's one another thing that we talked about on one of our Thursday or the recent Thursday Live was how there are pretty women who for whatever reason are not able to... Or haven't gotten married, and they're you know they're basically like uh single and they're looking for men. And th- what was the reason behind that? And it's not enough just to be beautiful, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there are beautiful women who just for whatever reason are just not able, like, they're you know, I've, I've heard the complaint from women be from so you know, so called beautiful women, um, attractive women, um, by you know, my standards, but they mm-hmm. would say you know men are intimidated by me mm-hmm. and so they don't come and talk to me and it's like maybe um but also that's part of like there are some there are men who are not intimidated right there are men who have the wealth and mm-hmm. whether or not you you know you're whatever like there is something that you could do to get them to feel comfortable coming in mm-hmm. you know if you feel like and this is there are women who are so skilled at this it's like I think this is a high-valued man, somebody mm-hmm. I'd want to be interested in. I am going to give out a signal that it is open. It is... I have let my guards down. The the, the gates of this castle open come running in. Mm-hmm. And there are those that they're going to say, you know what, this looks like somebody who's not high-valued. You come in, and you're going to get stuck at an invisible force field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's a skill. You know, If yeah. you do not have that skill, you're not going to be able... To attract that kind of woman, um, so whether or not you look good, you're probably not going to get a certain number if you don't have it. But uh, long story long is yeah, I mean, there's there's no question about it that you're going to need those skills and as 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 a social being to be able to get what you want.
1: Yeah, no, that's actually a great point, point. Um, and, and I wonder if women are more skilled at being magnetic because that you know, your, your physical prowess or, you know, how you come into a room and exude some sort of energy to, you know, um, play off your word to essentially say, you know, the gates are open, you know, come speak with me. I think is a skill, whether or not we're conscious or, you know, it's happening subconsciously, it's a skill that women or girls hone over time, um, at some point obviously um if you're not intentional or understanding what's going on it it stops mm. you know and it lo- that sort of um charm is not it doesn't convert as much anymore we talked about how you know youth you know just physical being you know physical um beauty mm. takes you only so far mm. but there are other components of magnetism and that's really what i want to talk about mm. um so once again as a woman And i think Lit-
2: no, I, I, go ahead. I, I, think men, think, I, I don't want you to go ask a different question because I want to do okay. a little bit more on well, that. Well,
1: the reason why I want to ask a different question is because I want us to sort of wrap it up and talk about the components of um, magnetism. magneticism. Um, but I, essentially what I was trying to say is I think at a young age, to your point in terms of how we're nurtured, um, you know, both boys and girls – Um, are being given the playbook of how to be magnetic. You know, we talk about it much more to women that, you know, carry yourself a certain way, you know, be a girl or whatever. There's certain messages that we're sending out. Whereas a boy, we may say, men, be a man, you know, you know, show them, you know, take care of that. All of that are us trying to give them the code of what it means to be charismatic, magnetic, so that you can attract um, certain things into your space. Of course, I think it's limited in how we speak to boys and girls about it, because we center it mostly around um, finding your mate, mm-hmm. or 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 maybe even it centers more around um, you know either getting respect or finding mate. But I don't think it's done on a comprehensive level. In that you know you have to build up a magneticism sort of toolkit. And I think there's a lot more that goes into it, particularly when beauty fades for women. You should still have your charm about you. So when I think about women who continue to be magnetic well into their, um, you know, mature age, you know, I think about Eartha Kitt, you know, from, um, you know, I always think about her in Coming to America. I mean, (laughs) that woman is whatever. And she was still commanding, you know. And to me, it's a lot more than beauty you know there's a certain skills you know it's a presence it's control it's confidence it is I got this you know and obviously we're still placing it within the sexual realm you know if I'm calling out coming to America but I think you know in general particularly in that movie but I think that's who Arthur Kitt was in general because I've seen her other video clips she's just a magnetic character like you can't you just want to keep watching her and there's a part of me, when I see her, I'm like, wow, I would have loved to know this woman. So I guess my question is, because I, I do think um, I would love for us to um, start to tie it together. You know, we've talked about the importance of being magnetic. We talk about the important role, you know, you mentioned birth order, um, nature, and nur- I mean nurture, how we're nurturing our children. Um, and then we talked about how it's a lot more comprehensive than just your physical being. You know, there's a there's a complete um, sort of attributes that um, can add to your magnetism um, sort of toolbox. Um, so I know you want to make a quick point, but I want us to explore what are the components of, if we think it's an important thing. And once again, the reason we're talking about this is because if you're going to be successful in 2021, it's important to be smart. It's important to do all the things that you've set out to do, but don't forget the sprinkle of magneticism because i think that especially in this day and age will get you far um so i just want us to if we were to think about what goes into that toolbox you know what will we add to it to make one more dynamic more charismatic and more magnetic or how do you show up as ma- magnetic in the in the world if you do <laughs>
2: Um, so the first thing is, I, I want to say with respect to what are the components. I'm no expert um, at this. I haven't spent some time. Shambudi, if you, the game of desire, if you go in and read the book, there are plenty of books out there about it. There's the pickup artist. Actually, at some point, um, precisely because of what you're talking about right now, I used to be really big on the pickup artist thing. For, also, because I, like I said, I thought about what it takes to be a con artist. But like I said, the idea of attraction, knowing what the skills are could be used in multiple different ways um for me personally you know I've always thought of myself in you know as you know um, I hate to say this because I like one of my values is also modesty but I've also um thought of myself as somebody who um you know I guess is magnetic in a way with respect to women like I um I enjoy the company of women I feel comfortable around them because I feel like women also like me you know what I mean? Like, I, there is no competition. where um, you know, whereas with men, there might be some of that. You know, there is, you know, whereas for me, it's like a, a mutual, like, you know, if I like you, you like me. And so, there's no issues with respect to that. And so, for whatever reason, um, throughout my life, like when I was, you know, when I was young, you know, <laughs> this is very distracting. I'm be <laughs> <continuously laughs> looking at this clock. Um, so... Uh, we need, so, so the, the thing is when I was young, you know, for I was the young, youngest boy, I feel like, um, had a lot to do with it and, you know, I was considered cute and all that stuff and people looked at me and, and said certain things. So that gave me a specific understanding about, you know, who I am and the type of person that, that I came, um, that I, that I would be, I think that happens a lot with cute girls also, like they're also, this is what you you mean. Like they're learning, especially with women, they're learning how to use their guile mm-hmm. because this is precisely what they have. They see the reaction. People, unfortunately, are treat not unfortunately, unfortunately, but are treating women in a certain way or little girls in a certain way, giving them things because oh, you're so cute and whatever the case may be, and so they're starting to use that. But you know, some like you said, some people stop at a specific place. Because, you know, it doesn't work everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so they start to doubt whether or not that that's a skill. And people also haven't figured out all the components to say, you know what, um, here's how you do it. It's just things that they're picking up. And so when something doesn't work, they may doubt whether or not that that it works and they stop learning and and growing in that direction. Um, That said, I don't know that I would say for you, I think it's a very important skill but i don't know that i would say for you to necessarily if you have very little of it very little of that skill to 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 invest heavily in developing it because there's probably something else that you have that's just as good to to pour your energy into and the reason why i said in the beginning focus on um you know your level of expertise is because i think that most of us there are very few there are, i mean some 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 of this may be chemically um you know and, and chemical imbalance where you may be like autistic you know like um, asperger's syndrome where you can't really read the room and and be more magnetic because you're able to read the room and respond and so it could be to that level but i think most people have some level of magneticism, and when you're comfortable, mm-hmm. when you are in your space, when you are around your tribe, these are the people who like what you're doing, and you, they f- and you feel comfortable there, and you feel like you can add something, you're probably going to come off as more magnetic, because you're going to be confident, you're going to get that feedback loop back from somebody who's looking at you being more confident, that's going to make you even more confident. And so you know, and you're probably going to pick up on these things naturally and start behaving in that way naturally as well. So um, this is not to say, you know, if you want to hone those skills that you shouldn't, but if you are very, if you're not really that, that close into it, I think um, one of the ways to focus on getting those, you know, on getting the um, external benefit or residual benefits of of being more attractive is to focus on, you know, the things that you're already good at and can be confident in the people who, you know, make you feel good.
1: Okay. All right. So I'm going to wrap up um, and I'm going to sort of just um, speak about two points. Um, how I show up in the world um, um, in an attempt to ramp up my magnetic um, energy is um, number one. I think presentation is important. Um, I don't always um, master it, but I think you know, reading the room and understanding where you're going, so that you can. That's why people call before you show up to an event. You know, what's the dress code? Because you want to sort of match that energy, but you also want to know how far you know what's the energy and how can I amp it up a level so that I can stand out, right? So I think presentation is important, either how you look, how you present. Um, you know, so so I think about that, you know, how am I presenting? Um, you know, I, I think some makeup, anything that's gonna beautify you, but I also do colors. You know, I mentioned earlier that if I'm walking into a meeting where we're going to be talking business and I want to repair powerful, you know, I'm paying attention to my posture because naturally I'm a very goofy laid back informal person you know so when i'm walking into a room where i need to be talking business and i want to be taken more seriously i'm deliberately paying more attention to my posture the colors that i wear or even the type of um clothing that i wear to still be comfortable and not have it sort of um const- confine me um but still um sort of convey some sort of message Um, colors are also something that I, um, play around with. So, so like I mentioned, I may wear red if I'm going into a room where I want to be taken more seriously, um, or, um, you know, I may put on a um, red lipstick or I may wear green if I want to talk about money and evoke, you know, green energy, um, money, energy, etc. So, so those are a couple of things that I do, but to your point, I actually seek out people whose energy match mine because, you know, as you said, um, you know, the, the feedback loop is important. So I want to be around people who are celebrating me. I want to be around people who do find me magnetic so that I can feel more magnetic and be able to exude that energy. So I've actually been more intentional about the people that I spend my time with trying to find um, energies that work well for me, so that I can be my best self. Mm-hmm. And my best self, because I am intentional about being magnetic. Even though you know, I'm only now putting words into it. I've always just felt like oh, you know, I, I just need to be my. I, w- I want to be my dynamic self. I don't want to feel like you know, I need to go. That's probably why corporate America didn't work for me because I just felt like it. It stifled me in a way that I could not be myself. So, um, so I, I think it is important to find. Your tribe, You know, whatever that is, understand yourself. So essentially, I guess it's studying yourself so that you understand yourself enough to know um, where to go, which spaces you need to walk in to um, get that feedback loop so that you can exude more of yourself. And I think lastly, you know, to be honest, I think you just got to be intentional about it. You got to think about it. I think being magnetic is so important. And I've noticed that... um, more so in the past year. I mean, I've always known just as you said, you know, we get rewarded as children if you're cute. Oh, look at this cute little girl. I was the only girl of my um of the four of us. Um so there were certain things that I, you know, there was this, there were certain ways that I was treated that made me feel like, "Well, goddamn, I am cute and I." You know what I mean? That sort of bolstered my energy. So, I think however, though, it's important for you to keep that at the forefront of your mind. If it is a tool that you want to use, in the world, you know, as you're looking to build relationships, build your organizations, build alliances, there are ways that you're communicating before you even speak or there, you know, when people say there's a certain je ne sais quoi, there's something about her. I don't know. You know, you want people to be communicating that to others. Oh, you should meet Bola. You should meet Mac. There's just something about him. I don't know what it is, but you're going to like him, you know, so I think it's being intentional about the how you come across what energy are you giving off into the universe so that people can then help you you know with the rest of it you know help you make connections you know and i think you have to be intentional about that because if you're not um you can really fall into your not that you should be uncomfortable but you can you can um fall into a space of um i guess discounting the potential of your magnetic energy So let
2: me, let me just say real quickly as you wrap up to, mm-hmm. um, to your point th- about being intentional and about the clothing you wear and about the tribe and everything like that definitely it's about because I, I, I do sincerely believe that most of us um, have the social skills we are building it by the virtue of the fact that we live in this world and we're social beings at points, you're exhibiting it at your best self. You know what that is. When you're feeling good, you're looking good, and you're feeling confident, you're exhibiting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, and so... And so, um, I think that it is... That intentionality, it, you know, involves everything that you just said. Is just understanding, looking out. There was a post by... Um, a uh, um, month Mon- uh, ago, Moni talks where she says, you know, look at, remember where you are, how, what you were wearing, who you were with when you were feeling really good. Because you do have, like, a lot of times when you're doing that, you don't recognize all the different components that are at play that make you feel that way. When you're examining that, you can, like you said, um, be intentional about putting yourself in that space and you're going to be um, more effective. Um, and, and um, you're going to get a lot more things done when you are in that space, when you can find yourself and put yourself in that space. Um, so, yes, I agree with the intentionality.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. This is Some, t- some Days Today where we encourage you to live your life like it's a vacation.